0: Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's begin in prayer. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. Praise God. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well and wonderful with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is podcast episode 107, 107, and Scripture Discourse 187. For our show, we use the Gospel Evangelist Church Sunday prayer letter as our script and our outline. And as I'm doing this podcast, I am also have to my right, a camera rolling and filming the recording of this podcast, Uh, so this uh, will also be on video format also on the video channel, and you can go there at youtube.com forward slash and then my name, John, J-O-H-N. My last name is a French name, Shucks, how it's pronounced, but it's spelt C-H-O-Q-U-E. And uh, then off to my right here, I have my podcasting software running, and it'll go up After I edit it, it'll go up to our server, and it'll go out to all the different podcast apps all over the world, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. It just goes all over. Apple and Google also, obviously. So uh, praise God on that. I got this beard on my face. I got the microphone on my face, and I've got another computer sitting right directly in front of me with my sword searcher Bible software on it, where I write my sermons and write my Sunday prayer letters. In the program, one of the best programs I've ever had in my life. It's just really wonderful. I've tried just about all all of them at one time or another. Probably, I don't know, four or five different kinds. I don't know if that's all of them, but the top ones. And I never could get used to any of them, but when I got this one here, it just seemed like it was the one to use. And um, so I highly recommend it. SwordSearcher, swordsearcher, uh, S-E-A-R-C-H-E-R, com. I think. But I'm not sure. I mean, it's just, you know, that's just what I use. I'm not paid to do anything like that. So I'm just letting you know what kind of software I'm using here. So I just finished writing the letter, and uh, we just clicked on the button to record, and we've had the video running for just a few minutes here. So let's get into our letter here. It's October 9th Sunday Prayer Letters, Revelation, Chapter 15. It's produced by Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. God is building Gospel Evangelist Church. GEC is a church of God at Boulder in Colorado, which is about teaching and sending evangelists to preach the gospel and minister the gift of the Holy Ghost. All in the name of the Lord Jesus and to the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. Amen. Well, greetings, my friend. Welcome to this week's Sunday prayer letter. This week should prove to be an interesting week of ministry. The month of October opens up many opportunities that are not available in other months of the year. Yes, I realize that sounds odd, but listen, every month and every day has its own points of interest. October is typically the last month prior to the time change in the United States, and it's the last month of fall or, Adam, or autumn, Sorry, <laughs> <Adam>. <laughs> and November begins the snow season, and many places kick off the holiday season. So as you may gather, I, I enjoy the month of October as one more month of the year to focus my labor on winning souls for heaven. I see that all of the activities that are available to Christians, from my point of view, the most and the highest order of work is laboring for souls to be saved. We do that by prayer, intercession, studying the word of truth, fellowship with other like-minded believers, and going out daily into the world to preach and minister the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we do this while, uh, as we occupy till Jesus comes. Therefore, come Lord Jesus. I have mistakes in my letter. I've read it several times trying to proofread it, but sometimes I still see errors in there. Uh, I'll have to fix it once I get off, gets off, get off the show here. Anyways, therefore, come, Lord Jesus. Luke nineteen thirteen says, And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. And that's what we're to do. We're to occupy this world and our life in a full fashion until Jesus comes for us. We're not to sit out on the park bench waiting for Christ to come and get us. We're to keep working, stay busy, and keep our head down working and praying to the Lord while we go about our business. It's very important to do that. You'll feel better about your life. Uh, you really will. If you're not working, go get a job. If you have a job, and you want to start a business, start a business. Uh, if you don't, if you already have a job or a career and you have a business and you want to do something for the Lord, start a ministry. If you already have a ministry and you want to do something even more, start a church, start a neighborhood fellowship, start a, a fellowship in your uh, your city or your town, wherever you may be at the moment. And uh, you'll be surprised what God will do for people when they go to work for the kingdom of God. Second Timothy 1 6 says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. First Peter 410 says, As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Folks, those are three key key scriptures, Luke 1913, 2 Timothy 1 6, and 1 Peter 410 that tells all of us that we need to be doing something for God. As we can see by these scriptures, we all are to minister the grace of God. And the beginning of this grace is salvation in Jesus Christ. Without Christ, there is no grace of God, generally speaking, okay? I mean, I know that, well, we can go lots of different directions there, but you know, we need Jesus in our life to really, truly have the grace of God. Let me stop for a moment, take some of my hot tea. I'm drinking, um, what am I have here? I have uh, Bigelow Earl Grey, Earl Grey tea this, uh, this afternoon. Uh, it just soothes my throat, calms my nerves. <laughs> so uh, anyway, it's getting back to our letter here. So let's go out with soul winning on our mind. And watch and see the joy of the Lord in our life because joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth that's Luke 15:7 and there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth that is uh, Luke 15:10 and listen to this wisdom is better than weapons of war but one sinner destroyeth much good that's in Ecclesiastes 9:18 wow the way i see that verse is it would be best for the world if every believer would be a soul winner and win souls for heaven, because there would be one or two or three or a great multitude of sinners that are no longer sinners, and life would be much better on earth. Yeah, I know. Wishful thinking. (laughs) It's a nice thought, though, huh? Don't you think so? We should all be soul winners. I really push that a lot, even on the street. In almost all my sermons, I've been doing it. it Seems like this, since the day I started preaching a long time ago, you know, a couple, many decades ago. I don't know what it is about uh, always asking people: Are you winning souls? Are you touching people for Christ? Are you uh, spreading the gospel? Are you sowing into the ministry of other ministers who are going out and ministering? I I just so desire that people would partake and participate and be an active member of the kingdom of God rather than just sitting and saying, oh, I love Jesus and never do anything but say that or pray a little blessing over your meal. I'm just, I'm asking, and if you're already a soul winner, you're already a preacher, begin telling people, begin exhorting people, begin teaching people, begin encouraging others to go out and win the lost, to go out and, and show them how to do it. You know, place a gospel track. I mean, if you go to the doctor's office, set a couple gospel tracks on the table. There, where the magazines are. If you walk by a new magazine stand, you know, place a couple tracks in the magazine stand. If you go to a, uh, a grocery store, put one on the counter there. You know, I mean, there's places you can place gospel tracks. Because everywhere I go, I never see a gospel track. I never see anyone advertising for Jesus. I don't see any billboards for Jesus. I see nothing that mentions Christ to anyone at any time, at least here in Colorado on the front range. That's just what I'm doing. Uh, as a truck driver for 40 years, yeah, I saw gospel tracks a lot. A lot of truckers are believers, and a lot of truckers pass out gospel tracks by the thousands and millions, actually, across the country. So, uh Uh, And we all need to follow the trucker's uh, road, you know, Roman's road to salvation. Well, I call that the trucker's road. So anyways, let's get back into our letter. That's all kind of ad lib. That's why I like doing these podcasts because I can kind of add a few extra things into the show without uh, inflating the letter any more than it already is. And uh, so it's kind of what I do. And I enjoy it, so it's just whatever pops in my heart or pops in my head. I try to share it, uh, and I, but I'm hoping that I'm always led by the Spirit of God. Let's pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. So Lord Jesus, I thank you for saving our soul and us, giving us eternal life and washing, us, washing away our sin with your own blood. <clears throat> what a great joy we have because we repented. We believe on you, Lord Jesus, and you saved us from that horrible place that awaits all who reject you. Oh, Lord, help us to go out and win the lost. We so greatly desire to have the desire to win souls for the kingdom of God. Lord Jesus, you asked us to pray that you will send forth labors into your harvest. So we pray and we believe that we receive this desire and this prayer, and that you equip us to be your ministers of reconciliation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. So moving on, let's continue into more points of interest in our Sunday prayer letter. Scrolling down here in the letter, let's see. Uh, title, Revelation chapter 15. That's the title of our letter. Scripture is Revelation 15, verse 1 through 8. Only eight verses in this chapter. Hallelujah. <laughs> Last chapter 14 had 20 verses, and that was a lot trying to teach on all that for in uh, just the five or six days that I had. So in our conversation, our talk in this letter, in our week of preaching is chapter 15 of Revelation, as led by the Holy Ghost. We'll begin each day at verse 1. We'll read slowly and deliberately, delivering the Word of God clearly with authority. We read with the Holy Ghost until He stops us, and there we teach, being led by the Spirit of God. Let's always remember that we receive our teaching from the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of Truth as the Bible tells us so in the Gospel of St. John in chapters 14 and 15. In fact, I'll read them here. It says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. And in John fifteen twenty-six, uh, But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm all about the Holy Spirit, all about the Spirit of God, because without the Spirit of God, there's not a whole lot of activity that... um, Anyways, I don't want to go any further there, so sorry. (laughs) Holy Ghost preacher, you know, wants everybody to be filled and baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. (laughs) But not everybody wants that. That's okay. We'll just keep on trucking. So here in the letter it says, exercise. This is an exercise in the Spirit. It's not intended to be easy. We will learn how to follow the Spirit and to hear the voice of the Word of God as we go through the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. One chapter per week for 22 weeks. This is week 15 of 22. Uh, This letter, if you want to peruse the full length of the Sunday prayer letter, it's posted on our missionary website at uh, johnshuck.org. That's C-H-O-Q-U-E for my last name or gospelevangelistchurch.org. And once again, this is podcast episode 107. It's uh, Revelation chapter 15, and you listen to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. So our preaching scriptures for this week, uh, Sunday, October 9th, 2022, we'll be preaching from the King James Bible daily through the week, if the Lord will, and I am physically able, along with filming our street sermons every day for our video channel, which is also ministering to many, many, many people. Hallelujah. Thank you for viewing these street messages and for sharing and writing your comments. The comment section of the channel I see as a type of ministry. Even here we pray for the people. Amen. So we have uh, seven parts in our letter, uh, in our preaching for the week. Sunday starts part one, and we'll start at Revelation 15, verse one, and we'll read through all the way to eight, there's eight verses in chapter 15. So we'll do that Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, I preach six days a week, Lord willing, and like I, like I said, physically able. And on Saturday, we pray that uh, there'll be someone preaching for, on Saturday, but. uh, um, we'll see how that goes. I do not preach on Saturday. I don't leave the house. I just stay with the Lord Jesus Christ on my Saturday. Saturday is the seventh day of the week. Five years ago, the Lord asked me that uh, uh, he was on a Friday morning. I was in my prayer time, and the Lord said, tomorrow, which would be Friday mo- uh, Saturday morning, said, tomorrow, I want you to take the day off and spend it in me, resting in me. Take it off as a Sabbath rest in me. And uh, I said, yes, sir. And I spent the next day 14 hours <laughs> In the Lord Jesus Christ, it was one of the greatest times I've had with the Lord Jesus Christ. And so every Saturday, every seventh day of the week, I take that day off as my Sabbath. Later on in the afternoon, uh, as the Holy Ghost leads, I sit down at my little desk here and I write the Sunday prayer letter. And today we're doing the podcast and we're recording the podcast on video. So hallelujah for that. And um, that's what we do every Saturday. And tomorrow is our Sunday. We start Fresh every week. I call Sunday my reset day. So whatever happened last week is all gone. And and uh, Sunday starts a brand new, fresh one week that's sitting in front of me. And I give it all I've got throughout the week. And uh, I, I just, I love my job, man. I love my job. So Revelation 15, what we're going to do now is read this chapter, uh, verses 1 through 8 from the King James Bible. Verse 1 And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up the wrath of God. Verse 2, And I saw, as it were, a sea of glass mingled with fire, and them that had gotten the victory over the beast, and over his image, and over his mark, and over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, having the harps of God, Verse 3 And they sing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thy King, thou King of saints. Verse 4 Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee, for thy judgments are made manifest. Verse five. And after that I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was open. Verse six. And the seven angels came out of the temple, having the seven plagues, clothed in pure and white linen, and having their breast girded with golden girdles. And of and one of the four beasts gave unto the seven angels seven golden vials, full of of the wrath of God, who liveth forever and ever. Verse 8, And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for giving us your word, especially this chapter 15 in Revelation. In your name, Jesus. So the end of Revelation chapter 15, a short recap of the chapter here is uh, as I was just reading through the chapter one more time. I kept thinking that this scene described is sort of like worship or praise to the Lord God Almighty. I realize that the angels are going out to pour out from their vials the wrath of God. But look what God is doing while this is going on. The whole message here in chapter 15 is short and to the point. That there is more to come. Hmm. Yeah, We all must be willing and obedient to the Lord Jesus Christ. In reading this chapter, I also thought on how believers may be affected by this. <clears throat> One idea is that some may try to interpret the passage, and still others may not even read it. And still others could care less what it says, because it makes no sense to them. You see, there are many believers in all areas of life. Some are interested in God and some not as interested. How God deals with all this is a mystery. But we have faith in God, that God knows exactly what He is doing with His creation. All we need is to love God with all that we are and love people so much that we are compelled to witness and testify of Christ in our lives and ask them, Do you want to know for sure that when you die, you will go to heaven? Once again, my friend, let's all be soul winners. Amen. Proverbs 11.30 says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Man. (laughs) That is, isn't that good? (laughs) Ephesians 5.14 and 17 says this, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou, th- awake thou that sleepest. <laughs> I think too many believers are asleep at the wheel. <laughs> so, awake thou that sleepest, and rise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. See then that ye walk circumspectedly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore ye Wherefore, but oh, sorry, uh, wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Amen? That's uh Ephesians 5, 14 through 17. So what the will of the Lord is, it says, be not unwise, and it says to be wise. Well going back up to Proverbs eleven thirty says, He that winneth souls is wise. So <laughs> That's one great aspect that you want to partake of. If you're not winning souls for Christ, um, I mean, what are you doing? I mean, seriously, ask yourself. Go off by yourself and ask God, Lord, what am I doing for you? And let him tell you what you're not doing. (laughs) All right. So... I mean, I'm chuckling because I want to make it lighthearted. It's not a grave thing. I mean, if you're born again, you're saved. You got Jesus Christ. You're going to heaven. I mean, this isn't a requirement to be saved. There is no works to get saved. All right. There's nothing that you got to do except by faith receive Jesus Christ. You have to repent from your life, repent from your sin. You have to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. But all that, I mean, it's a free gift. It's by grace that God gives us that. We just have faith in God. God takes care of us, and He writes our name in the Lamb's Book of Life, and we're going to heaven. And as long as we don't sin, as long as we keep God's commandments, you know, we're you know we'll we'll be we'll be good, you know. <clears throat> but when we get to heaven, it says that our works will follow us, and it also says that we'll be rewarded for our works. Well, you know, one of the rewards will be for the re- the work of salvation, the work of being saved. You know, that's a work <laughs> in a sense. It's not a work, but it. It's kind of like a work, I guess you could say. But, uh, uh, but but doing nothing for God is not the best road to go. Spending all your time with the world does not benefit you later. Okay? Really kind of get that in your head. And look at your calendar, look at your schedule, look at your timeline, and see how much time am I putting into the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of this world, and it may be an eye-opener. So let's pray. O Lord, help us. Teach us, Holy Spirit, what the Lord Jesus desires of each one of us. Help us, Holy Spirit, to be willing and obedient to the will of the Lord in our lives. We need you, Holy Spirit. Please never leave us nor depart from us. Teach us the ways of the Lord. Help us to worship and to honor our King. We have so much to ask of you Holy Spirit. We thank you for comforting us as the comforter while we watch and pray. We love you Holy Ghost, and in your precious name Jesus, we humbly pray. Amen and amen. And this letter is signed in the comforter with my initials below that JC for John Shuck. Below my initials I have four scriptures. John 14:16 and I will pray the father and he will sh- and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. John fourteen twenty six. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Then in John fifteen twenty six. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall, te- he shall testify, of me lastly John 16 verse 7 nevertheless I tell you the truth it is expedient for you that I go away this is Jesus speaking okay that I go away for if I go not away the comforter will not come unto you but if I depart I will send him unto you <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for coming. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So, folks, this is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, October eighth, 2022 at 3.07 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by preacher John Shuck, street preacher, founding pastor of Gospel Evangelist Church, Touching People for Heaven. So, God bless you, my friend. I love you very much. Take care, okay? Bye-bye.